Would anybody like to read the first chapter? Of Latin, of course. I'll read it. Okay. <laughs> 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 I don't have it. I know. Heather? Would anybody like to read the first chapter? Anyone? 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the Infancy Narrative, Chapter 1. Uh, the Genealogy of Jesus. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah, and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab. Okay. Aminadab became the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon. Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Abed, whose mother was Ruth. Abed became the father of Jesse. Jesse the father of David the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam the father of Abijah. Abijah the father of Asaph. Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat. This is mean. Jehoshaphat the father of Joram. Joram the father of... Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amos, Amos the father of Josiah, Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud, Abiud, the father of Eli- Eliakim, I'm sorry, I'm butchering these, Eliakim, the father of Hazor, Hazor, the father of Zadok, Zadok became the father of Akim, Akim, the father of Eliud, Eliud, the father of Elizar, Elizar became the father of Methan, Methan, the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Joseph, who is the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who was called the Messiah. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations from David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah, 14 generations. The birth of Jesus. That's why nobody wanted to read it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Page <laughs> three ahead. <laughs> I, I did, but I don't remember that. I probably just over that knowing it was Jesus. Yeah, it's a trap. Yes. Did you want me to read this part? This is still chapter one. Sure. Okay. The birth of Jesus, now, now that I can read it. Um, <laughs> now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child had been con- has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. Thank you. My commentary talks about how the Jewish genealogies follow the male line. Uh, Joseph, being Mary's husband, with the legal, was the legal father of Jesus. The legal father is on a par with the real father as regards rights and duties. 
This fact provides a sound basis for recognizing St. Joseph as patron of the whole church, since he was chosen to play a very special role in God's plan for salvation. With St. Joseph as his legal father, Jesus the Messiah has David as his ancestor. Since it was quite usual for people to marry within their clan, it can be concluded that Mary belonged to the house of David. Several early fathers of the church testified to this. For example, St. Ignatius of Antioch, St. Irenaeus, St. Justin, and Tertullian, who based their testimony on an unbroken oral tradition. I was wondering why, uh, is it, are we just like yeah, talking sure. about? Yeah, if something reflecting strikes you, and yeah. Reflecting and <coughs> <coughs> yeah, um, why the three women in the genealogy are, are, are mentioned versus other mothers? Rahab, Ruth, and the mother, the one whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. And Tamar also. Four. Hmm. And it, it would have. Why, why those four and not others? It wouldn't have been unusual that women were. It wouldn't have been completely unknown that women were mentioned in genealogies, but um, that those four women are very interesting. I think it adds a lot of texture to the story, because, for one thing, it the genealogies show that there it, there was a plan for God. It's not he's mm -hmm. trying to say that Jesus is the culmination of Old Testament wisdom, the culmination of the tradition. But he, but the people that he names are by no means saints. Um, why those four? What, what should we know about them? They're all foreigners, for one thing. Right. Maybe hinting at the universality of, of salvation down the road. How, how do you know that, that they're all foreigners? Uh, my commentary. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, Rahab was the prostitute, right? That right. let the spies in? Yeah, Joshua. Yeah, we're kind of in Joshua. And Ruth was the... One that followed after the mother, right, and became Jewish. Mm -hmm. Whether you go, I shall go. Yeah. Bathsheba was wasn't that the wife of uh, the soldier, David yeah. Soldier, mm -hmm. that he lusted after, and he had the soldier killed so he could marry her. Mm -hmm. So he could sleep with her. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that noble, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. Well, it really does. It, it it shows sort of this this thing of salvation. And it's also the remembering thing too. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's kind of well, and cute. it's the grafted on thing. It's like this is mm -hmm. not some kind of pure line where yeah. the mm -hmm. those who are grafted on are not as worthy. It's a, it's a pretelling of you know what Christ came to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. that the Gentiles would be included. Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And also, it's dirty. It's a dirty mm -hmm. line, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Prostitutes and outsiders and mm -hmm. murderers. Tricksters? Yeah. yeah. Luke goes the opposite direction. He starts with Jesus and works back, but he goes all the way back to Adam. Oh, yeah. Have, has there been a, a study done? On, I remember one time reading a, a book about, um, from, I think it was from Abraham to Noah, and that the names all translated into a story. They told... They told the actual story of the gospel. If you put the names one after the oh, other, wow. I that. yeah, it's that crazy lady. But her book was cool, and she just said that what the names, what the names translated, <laughs> what the names translated to, was um, 
It was about it was it predicted the flood and the coming of Jesus. I should bring the book next huh. week. Wow. But and I wonder if these names, if the same thing, if they were to be lined up with their because the names are always so rich. They right. mean like yeah. God will send right. someone right. or right. God is with us or Yep. Yep. It could be and there's been lots I mean, the genealogies have been studied extensively. There's lots of ink spilled about it, looking at it from different Right. Different takes. Because you have to study it because it's you yeah. know, it's so um, cumbersome, you mm -hmm. know, yes. to start off any type of yes. story yeah. or any type of, you know, yeah, no, you know, it's true. just like, oh, goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I did this last time. How many times did I read this? It means nothing to me. It's like in the discourse. But they wouldn't have included it if it wasn't. I know. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, and I think. Really purposeful. Yeah. Point, yeah. 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 You are who you are. You're your, your genealogy in a way. Yeah. I mean, even when growing up, I grew up in a small town in Illinois. When I'd meet someone, they'd say, what's your name? Who's your father? Right. Mm -hmm. um, Is he rich like me? Sorry. But that, but that, that whole point, the, the whole genealogy thing uh, the, uh, that goes in there. Um, that you are, this is who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is his, his background. Well, and there's such storytellers, you know there's a story. Yeah. In, mm -hmm. in just in the genealogy. And yeah. And even if because of that whole thing about, you know, who, who your father was and his father's father is important, mm -hmm. but even if you're adopted, Mm -hmm. You're as equally included in there because I and I love that that's what they've done with the women. It's like mm -hmm. if you're, it doesn't matter if you're genetically, mm -hmm. you know, part of this family. You are <coughs> in the tree. Mm -hmm. But why? But why these particularly? Why not? Why wasn't every mother named? Oh, I see what you're asking. Right. Well, isn't like it all must be quite spectacular? Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, they are. Well, they all, I mean, they all kind of had a story behind them, like, it's just like, well, she was the one that was the prostitute that did this, and, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's also good to make that connection, I mean, especially if you, if you're familiar with, like, the Old Testament, like, leading up to the New Testament, it makes that connection where these are not two separate books. I mean, that's actually something that I've just recently um, gotten to sort of, not like I, I, I already knew that they were connected, but yeah. it's nice to see that connection. It's like one yeah. leads into the other. It's not mm -hmm. this is the New Testament yeah. or this is the Old Testament and this is the New Testament. It's right. Like, it's very important that they lead in, and maybe that's why it's because like these women's names might spark your memory of if you've read the Old Testament of oh yeah she was from the blah 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 and she was from here and it might kind of help you make that connection. Yeah. It's like the knitting between the two, you know, between the Old Testament and, and the Gospels. Mm -hmm. and Kind of mm -hmm. a, and and so and those are key people, not not anything having to do with that. They're key people yeah. that were. They were all really. They all did something really daring. Mm -hmm. You know, they all really stepped out. But there are other women that did yeah, really daring Sarah. things. Yeah. I mean, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Rachel, there was a, there's, Sarah. Yeah, there's a reason to say those yeah. names. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. Those specific names. Mm -hmm. It is. A, that's a good question. But it, how I like could that. How could, where could we go for a commentary? Yeah, um, I'll I'll look it up in the commentaries. I have and see if they read. And just why there's nobody hidden feminist agenda here or anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just why why those four and not? Sure. Well, isn't it, it must be two reasons, right? One one that they were they were extraordinary. Mm -hmm. They were daring. And two, I mean, they are literally in the line. I mean, of course, Sarah is too. So right, she's yeah. making selections. Yeah. yeah. Well, every other one of those had to have a mother too. I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why didn't all the moms get 
I don't think even all the dads got named, though. Mm. Right. And a commentary I read this afternoon mm -hmm. said it would have been more common not to have any women in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that uh -huh. he put, that he, the that writer he that chose to add women is, is interesting. Mm -hmm. That might be the most um, um, fun conversation I've had about the, the most boring part of the Bible. <laughs> 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 the sense of um, recalling all the Old Testament traditions continues in the next part where um, we start learning about Joseph. This was kind of a revelation to me when I was studying. We were studying the Gospel of Luke for some reason in, in the Holy Land, and, and we spent most of our time in Matthew. <laughs> but uh, um, what the tradition about Joseph in verse 19, it says something about her husband Joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame. That whole phrase, being a just man, for the Jewish audience, immediately sent them back to Joseph in Egypt, because Joseph was the just man, and he was also the dreamer. So this reference to him as a just man and a dreamer is recalling that whole tradition mm -hmm. from the Old Testament about Joseph. Mm -hmm. oh, I never so it's such together. a richness. And for both of them, too, what they had the right to do yeah. and then what they chose to do. Exactly. And then, of course, where did they go? They go to Egypt. Yeah, so wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, that ends up saving them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything else particular? It's okay if there's not a lot that strikes you at first, but you can always come back. Are we going to talk now or later about um, why the Protestant tradition uh, has Mary with other sons and the Catholic tradition has Mary with no other children? We should cover it at some point. Do we want to mm -hmm. cover it now or do you think we should wait? What do you think makes more sense? I don't know. We could do some now and okay. some later. Okay. Do you want to jump in? <laughs> I mean, I know some of the word stuff, but a lot, of, some of it has to do with scriptural passages and the way that they're interpreted. The brothers um, and cousins thing, right? The mm -hmm. brothers and cousins thing. Mm -hmm. um, that's just that's the Eastern thing, isn't it? About mm -hmm. calling anyone in the family Adelphos. That's the way. That's the way uh, a Catholic scripture scholar would approach it. Um, there's other the, the there's the tradition from very early in the church, the oral tradition and the tradition of the early writers that maintain that and so part of what we go on and part of the kind of the lens through which we interpret scripture is the lens of, of that early tradition that we maintained like like what who who wrote or what was oh the early greek fathers john chrysostom and i don't have the exact right. people in my my head but um john chrysostom who would have been some of the other ones that especially uh, the theotoka the people who wrote right the back then um maybe saint cyril Mm -hmm. And they d they address the fact that she didn't have any other children. Catechism. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's a great yeah, idea. I, yeah, I, I found that kind of interesting right here, where it says he had no relations with her until she born she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like that until does that does that say that he did have relations with her after? Or? It said it doesn't specify it. it. The way that word is used until doesn't necessarily mean. 
like in our English language when we see until, we're thinking, oh, okay, and then after that, such and such happened. Right. But the word didn't have that connotation in the language of but the It's strange that it just doesn't say so until they never did. Right. Why, why mm-hmm. would he even put it? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, he's drawing on, the, on, he's drawing on Isaiah, and he wants to show Isaiah, the fulfillment of Isaiah 7, where, it's, where it mentions a virgin conceiving and bearing a son. Because it's really the gospel of fulfillment in Matthew. He's always trying to show how those prophets uh-huh. have, have come to pass. Right. Let's see what the catechism has to say, however. Born of the Virgin Okay, Mary. it says right here, the Greek word translated until does not imply normal marital conduct after Jesus' birth, nor does it exclude it. Yeah. Yeah, I have the same commentary. It does not imply normal marital conduct, but the, nor does it exclude it. Mm-hmm. Of course, the challenge for us is to to get over the hurdle. Like, why would they be married and not, you know, be engaging in relations? But well, why does it matter? I mean, I mean, I think that's my big sure. sort of question right. in terms why? between the two. Right. What, what, you know, Mary was a vassal. Mm-hmm. You know, and and served a holy act. Mm-hmm. You know, is she, is she sullied by? The fact that she went in, in, you know, had other children or, or not. I mean, that's really the, the crux of the, the question, I think, between the two, you know. And that's my bigger question is why, mm-hmm. why does it matter? Because if it does matter, then what's wrong with sex? You know, what's wrong with, with, what's wrong with procreation? Mm-hmm. You know. I guess just on a very simple, non theological level, life was at all, it is all theological, but. Not having a, a, an academic knowledge of this, I just always thought that it was not that there's anything about sex, but just that Mary's whole mission, her whole purpose, was to carry the word incarnate in her bodily, and that, like, after she's done that, like, that's, that's what God made her for. Mm-hmm. That So she was. That, 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 that's what she, that she was. What she was created for. Yeah, and to do and. But she and still had she free ra- will. And then she raised him and and formed him, and. Uh, but she was still married. I mean, that, I mean, that's my only question. It's like she, you know, she still got married though to Joseph, and it's like, yes, I completely believe that that's what she was married. Uh, that she was what she was made for. But I think that it's like up and above and beyond commitment for her to choose to remain a virgin. It's not something that I think God would have commanded her to do. Or I don't think it's said here. I haven't read the whole gospel, so I don't know. But I don't think it's said that it's like a command for her to remain a virgin even after. The point was that she was a virgin before, and then for her to stay committed to being a virgin, I think, is the, you know, like the bigger deal. Well, mm-hmm. my interest is the, the Catholic Church's position sure. because obviously mm-hmm. it has. A position. Yes. The position is yeah. she remained a virgin right. for mm-hmm. her life, and why that's important to us as Catholics. Yeah, it's, sorry, it, it, it becomes more no, important no, no, no. In, in kind of the theology of the church because what happens in the theology of the church is the church is an image of, or Mary is an image of the church, and the church is virginal in that it takes its origin from God and not from human doing. And so the whole idea of being a virgin is that how could a virgin be fruitful only by the action of God? And so the church is born mm-hmm. of God's activity. It's not 
it's not the Tower of Babel all over again. It's, it's actually the community of God. So, but, um, but how do we defend that scripturally against? Right. Here's what the Catechism has to say about this whole business. All right. Um, this is from the first section, starting at paragraph 496. Uh, it's even got good old St. Ignatius fancy art. Just get away from the <laughs> 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 We're remembering him. We're bringing him here all the time. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, from, the very, from the first formulations of her faith, the Church has confessed that Jesus was conceived solely by the power of the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Virgin Mary, affirming also the corporeal aspect of this event. Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit without human seed. The fathers see in the virginal conception the sign that it was truly that it truly was the Son of God, who came in a humanity like our own. Thus Saint Ignatius of Antioch at the beginning of the second century says, You are firmly convinced about our Lord, who is truly of the race of David according to the flesh, Son of God, according to the will and power of God, truly born of a virgin. He was truly nailed to a tree for us in his flesh under Pontius Pilate. He truly suffered and he is also truly risen. The Gospel accounts understand the virginal conception of Jesus as a divine work that surpasses all human understanding and possibility. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, said the angel to Joseph about Mary his fiancée. The Church sees here the fulfillment of the divine promise given through the prophet Isaiah, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And then this is more of the catechetical section. It says, People are sometimes troubled by the silence of St. Mark's Gospel and the New Testament epistles about Jesus' virginal conception. Some might wonder if we were merely dealing with legends or theological constructs not claiming to be history. To this we must respond. Faith in the virginal conception of Jesus met with lively opposition, mockery, or incomprehension of non-believers, Jews, and pagans alike. So it could hardly have been motivated by pagan mythology or by some adaptation to the ideas of the age. The meaning of this event is accessible only to faith, which understands in it the connection of these mysteries with one another, and the totality of Christ's mysteries, from his incarnation to his Passover. St. Ignatius of Antioch <laughs> already bears witness to this connection. Mary's virginity and giving birth, and even the Lord's death, escaped the notice of the prince of this world. These three mysteries worthy of proclamation were accomplished in God's silence. I read that somewhere else this week too. That it was like it was the one place that Satan was like a sneak attack on Satan. So cool. Not yes. And I would say three things that the, that I think would be behind it. One is virginity in the Old Testament implied being undivided. Think of the way Paul mm -hmm. uh, um, encourages people to remain chaste. Now he was thinking the world was going to end soon, but um, even within their marriage. Right, so that, that it, it, re, it implied kind of an undivided loyalty to God who was in effect sort of a spouse. And John Paul II will use all kinds of spousal language with regard, uh, for example, for religious in their relation to the church and in their mm -hmm. relation to God. So that would be one thing. The second thing is the reason that people would procreate, especially for Jewish people, was it was the way that you really continued life there was debates at that time whether or not there was a resurrection. And yeah. so um, you had children because that's how you lived on. Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of an eschatological statement, a statement about the end things. Pretty radical prophetic witness. Kind of a radical prophetic witness to say that 
Mary carries on because of her relation to Christ. Mm-hmm. And and then this, the third part, you know, se- the root of sexuality is to be cut off, uh, to, to cut or to divide in, in uh, Greek. I, you know, I can't think of the exact Greek word. I can look it up. But um, to be virgin in symbolically is to be a whole in oneself. Um, so that, I mean, you can debate this, but I think even with what John Paul writes about in, in, in Theology of the Body, in a way, um, so that most people become whole in the, in, through their their lived relationships with other, in relationship to other people, a man to a woman, a woman to a man. Um, the virgin becomes uh, the virgin becomes whole within him or herself, uh, ideally. Right. Right. Uh, and and so it doesn't it doesn't it so it and that's the that's kind of the goal of the virgin. So those would be three things that I could flesh out more, but. But no, no, that, yeah. that, 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 that does make sense to me of why it matters. Right. It's not one of those jumping off things of, well, we're... It, it, yeah, I mean, it, that, that, that does make sense. Mm-hmm. And it also makes sense in, in terms of building a dog, uh, you know, uh, a church, mm-hmm. is, is, is these things can make um, for structural development right. in terms of... What you're called to do as a priest, and you know, it, it, you know, because you like to you like to see that history, that remembering, mm-hmm. come into fruition within the construct of the of the church. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I I do see why that does matter within the Catholic Church much more than it does in the Protestant Church because there's less structure. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that yeah, I, I do see, and I and I also see sort of just also spiritually. Um, how if you went through Mary with, with Mary went through, and you know, and her experience with the one true God, you're not going to be really excited about necessarily, you know, going on with a normal life. You know, you're not going to really care. You know, so that, that's not going to have the same weight of okay, well, that's done. Now I'm going to settle down right. and have some more kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're not going to do that. Right. You know, you've been touched by the hand of God, and yeah. And, and the Son of God and the Son of Man has come from your womb, for goodness sakes. Right. Mm. You know, that's... Well, I never thought of it until you said something in what you said there, too, that she, I never, you know, thought about, she, you know, slept with God. She was married to God. She'd been yeah. cheating on God to sleep with Joseph. In her I human mean, way. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And I don't, I don't know if that's a language she would, they would have used at the yeah, time, sure, right, but that right. spousal language of relationship with God is one that John Paul uses and encourages us in religious life to think of. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, I like that, because I've heard, and, 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 and you know, I, I've heard people say... I think you, you've just extended one of the thought I was trying to express. Right, right. Um, and, you know, and, and that, that was kind of a, you know, because, you know, it's, you know, one thing I see in, in in the history of God is consistency, mm-hmm. and he's you know he and and you know it's like well okay so if he made if he created the con, you know con, uh, construct of Christ to come, you know and then, and then he also made a special person Mary. It, that was an odd, odd place for me to get past because then I believe that we are all sort of you know the same and and and. And that he worked within the normal biological sort of world that we have, and, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 therefore that 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 sort of argument, but this makes this sort of kind of goes 
to the, you know, the fact that she was an exceptional human being, no doubt about it, um, to be able to take that on. I can't even imagine it, you know, it, um, but to, to understand, you know, further about that. I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, 506, if we continue in that section of the Catechism. Uh -huh. I think this is what Father was starting to say, and I think it's, it's, it's sort of the so what. Mary is a virgin because her virginity is a sign of her faith, quote, unadulterated by mm. any doubt, mm. and, of her, and of her undivided gift of herself to God's will. It is her faith that enables her to become the mother of the Savior. Mary is more blessed because she embraces faith in Christ than because she conceives conceives the flesh of Christ. At once virgin and mother, Mary is the symbol and most perfect realization of the church. The church indeed, by receiving the word of God in faith, becomes herself a mother. By preaching and baptism, she brings forth sons who are conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of God to a new and immortal life. She herself is a virgin, I think the she now being the church, not Mary who keeps in its entirety and purity the faith she pledged to her spouse. And then there was this section too about um, 500 against this doctrine. Yeah, Clayton read that. That's the part. Did we? Actually, I didn't get that far. Oh, you didn't? Mm -hmm. okay. No. Oh yeah, that's worth reading. Shall I? Sure. Against this doctrine, well, it will just back up a, a paragraph. Yeah. The deepening of faith in the virginal motherhood led the church to confess Mary's real and perpetual virginity, even in the act of giving birth to the Son of Man, Son of God made man. In fact, Christ's birth did not diminish his mother's virginal integrity, but sanctified it. 155, and that's from Lumen Gentian. I mean, all these quotations, I mean, and so the liturgy of the church celebrates Mary as a Parthenos, the ever virgin. Mm. Against this doctrine, the objection is sometimes raised that the Bible mentions brothers and sisters of, of Jesus. Let me give some examples of here. Uh, Mark and Corinthians and Galatians. The Church has always understood these passages as not referring to other children of the Virgin Mary. In fact, James and Joseph, quote, brothers of Jesus, <coughs> are the sons of another Mary, a disciple of Christ, whom St. Matthew significantly called the other Mary. In Matthew, in 13, actually. They are close relations of Jesus, according to an Old Testament expression. Jesus is Mary's only son, but her spiritual motherhood extends to all men whom indeed he came to serve. The son whom she brought forth is he whom God placed as the firstborn among many brethren, that is, the faithful in whose generation and formulation she cooperates with a mother's love. I don't know, as I was reading that, it was just really hitting me like what the religious do. You know, the like what? what the religious do, the by forsaking earthly fatherhood, you are father to all. Right. Mm -hmm. By forsaking, so to speak, having a children, <coughs> she is mother to us all. Yeah. And it said undivided thing. And the undivided yeah. thing that, that's was the really hitting me as I was reading it. Yeah. 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 Is that you know, and and, and that would be the mm -hmm. you know the character of the person, just the human being, mm -hmm. that would 
be able to take on that mantle from God and, and, and you know use her free will to say, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. She pondered um, in her heart. She yeah. Say yes right away. Oh, I know, I know. But, but I'm saying the character of that person had to be an undivided individual. You know, to, to be able to carry out her mission. Yeah, absolutely. Of raising and forming yeah. the savior of the world. Hello, she yeah. had a kind of big job. And also to do like the freakiest yeah. thing ever is to yeah. have God's baby. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's what we were raised to do. You know, that's yeah. how, you know, with normal, you know, person goes. Well, yeah. okay, now I'm gonna have God's baby. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then you don't want to be one of those women that has babies by two fathers. It's so trashy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see that, and, 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 and I mean and that does make sense to me in terms of the. It makes sense to me. Yeah. But you know, it's you gotta. It's not the eyes of the world. It's the eyes of faith. I mean, I think some of this we have to take on. It's not normal. It's not the usual thing. No, it makes it makes more sense to me actually. You know, to think about it in terms of those those inc- those things in her life that you know that she who who she the character of who she was plus the things that happened. That it does make sense to me that you, you really don't hunger for other your relationship changes. Right. Mm-hmm. You know it, it, the relationship between jo- Joseph and Mary after after Christ's crucifixion was completely different than a normal. You know, or even after Christ's birth was it's another it's another place. Yeah. They were at another sure. kind of place and and generally know, we hold that Joseph died early. So right. Yeah. yeah. And I have heard a Catholic. Scholars try to say, okay, if they were named as brothers, that they may have been Joseph's children, because sure. yeah, Joseph's answer. children mm-hmm. are much older. I don't. I mean, I. I don't know. It would kind of detract from Jesus too if he. I mean, if he had brothers and sisters. I mean, it gives him. I don't know how to say it, like pride of place. You know that he is the only child. But you know, the one thing from a Protestant perspective mm-hmm. is uh, it's it's good to to have this type of discourse about this because yeah, um, my big question always is why does it matter? Right. Mm-hmm. What's it? You know, and, and, and to hear these things, it does, right. I, I, does, right. I do right. see why mm-hmm. it, it could matter, especially mm-hmm. to, uh, because she is kind of the, she is the image of the church. Yeah. And so it says something about who we are. Yep. And then. The by the symbol. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. Should we go on to chapter two? Y- you know, if I'm being the um, right. Protestant, I don't want to be the Protestant. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. No, they were great yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah, great. Questions. yeah I'm, 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 I'm the uninformed Catholic, so Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually really appreciate you asking your questions because you're asking all the questions that I either don't know how to word or I'm just afraid to ask. So okay. yeah. It's sure. good because, I mean, I was raised with a very Protestant thing. I actually am constantly having, like, debates with my dad that I'm trying to stay out of because he really, he knows that I'm in these classes and he's just like, he's like, well, baptism isn't important. He goes, just read these scriptures, Romans, blah, blah, blah. He's like telling me which ones to read. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So it's great. You're asking the questions okay. that I need to answer. <laughs> I just want to be proud of you. And I want to learn how to, how to, be able to help people learn stuff. You know, yeah. 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 You know. yeah. Me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Those, those are questions that Catholics will be asked anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Absolutely. Good. Very good.